0: Hello, Welcome to this week's episode of Please Watch This, where two film-loving mates with gaps in their viewing history recommend films to each other, so they can once and for all answer the question, who has better taste? It is the Halloween edition. Hugh, how are you? Are you scared, etc?
1: I'm, I'm perturbed somewhat by that uh, spooky intro, Sam. Are you okay? Do you need really a doctor? creepy
0: energy. Yeah, I'm, I'm numb.
1: oh of It's course. Halloween, Hugh. So you're meant to be scary. I'll, um, so, I'll put some sort of... Like Definitely thunder understand. and lightning effects instead of the normal intro. Mm.
0: Speaking of thunder yeah. and lightning effects, Ben has joined us again uh, to see that segue. <laughs> uh, ben Dawson's back for the uh, must-be 70th appearance on today's like uh, episode yeah. 66 or whatever. <laughs> ben, how have you been? I'm doing good, Sam. How are you doing? Good, good yeah not bad I had a busy week as we discussed off there. I've uh, moved house and passed my driving test and bought a car congratulations uh, that's what half term is for thank you very you're, much you're all I'm grown up now tender, <laughs> all grown up I've got a pretend moustache <laughs> and a car I'm really living living life like it's 2006 yes. <laughs> uh, we, we all wish that <laughs> <laughs> 2019 quite honestly last night I went to bed in a comfortable bed and I woke up Aching. That's how much I wish it was 2006 again. <laughs> now this is a Halloween special. Uh, ben, how are you a Halloween fan? I know you're a horror film fan, but does Halloween seem hokey and pointless, or do you quite enjoy it?
2: I I, I enjoy it. I mean, I'm not. Uh, I I enjoy the fact that you know horror horror is on the agenda. I, I'm not a big dresser up right. or you know trick or treater or whatever. Surprise yeah. me
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: just he generally play. Play. <laughs> like, Yeah, yeah. Oh,
2: boy, I, 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 don't, I, I live alone, so I don't put on clothes
0: most of the time. But... <laughs> <laughs> Balls have been on Why everything. everything. <laughs> Lions, <isn't it? laughs> just hope there's no fire alarms. And... <laughs> yeah. But yeah, October's, October's, October's a,
2: a very good month for me. I mean, I've been watching been watching horror films more than usual. So.
0: Mm. Yeah, podcast. my podcast um, feed is just replete with... Some of the normal white guys just watching a horror film and talking about it. The, the losers. Imagine that. Imagine doing that for your podcast. <laughs> Hugh, what film are we watching this week?
1: <laughs> uh, so, on Ben's recommendation last year, we're going to watch the 1982 classic The Thing. The
0: Thing, Ooh. which uh, I think I saw probably about ten years ago and loved and hadn't seen again until uh, until this week for this very show. I mean, Hugh, before we move on, are, are you a big Halloween man? You do not uh, You don't strike me as someone who cares. Um, generally. Oh no,
1: I like, I like Halloween. I think it's cool. It's, um, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm maybe not like the biggest horror film fan, but I kind of like the whole, you know, I used to like going trick or treat when I was a kid. That was fun. I like dress, I like to dress up if I can. I don't do it very often. Um, but I am, I am wearing clothes. <laughs> in <just a> case. <laughs> but you do live alone, um, so probably not all the time. No, the, you, I mean, my balls have been on a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do, I actually do like Halloween, although I don't like, I'm not so keen on like they do kind of in the American sense where they're like, decorate everything. Yeah. It's a bit silly sort of thing, but I kind of like the spooky vibe and, you know, it's that kind of, I don't know, is it like, would it be, you could link it to like ancestor worship, I guess, is a great like way paganism of... paganism and all that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, it's one of those, isn't it? It's one of those kind of, uh, more, I don't know. Primitive. Like this, primitive yeah visceral holidays isn't it it's not all airs and lightness it's celebrating the macabre and I quite like that what about you Sam?
0: well it is and it isn't I mean that yeah the, I, I, it becomes a bit sort of plastic and chewy eyeballs and stuff but I've, in, I've really enjoyed Halloween since my daughter basically last year when she was about two and a half really enjoyed that trick-or-treating was her favourite thing she was practising trick-or-treating for the whole month of October like knocking on the living room door and uh, in a costume with a with a, bus- with a bucket so this year obviously with the restrictions it's going to be a bit of a pain not to be able to properly trick-or-treat but you'll have to just get one of those get, little
1: get buckets it. on like um, you know those things that pick litter up and just stick it on
2: the end of that. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed do. uh I noticed children it's like being away. scared. Like the 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 like the, so, the, yeah. the, 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 the creepy things a lot more than adults sometimes
0: like and would you believe it, she didn't really enjoy the thing. And, I mean, she's, <laughs> really? you know, she's this just ball of contradiction. It's like, what do you want, Lily? Do you want to be scared or not? You know, <laughs> Rob Bottin's put a lot of effort into this. <laughs> I think you should show The Shian
2: in next. I think she'll, she'll definitely <laughs> <laughs>
0: she's well she'll, she'll be up for that. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how she turns out with scary things. So on the mention of Rob Bottin, let's get into... The thing, 1982's the thing, and uh, as you said, Hugh, we've we've brought Ben on because he's he's a horror man. He was on last last uh, Halloween uh, episode, and he and he probably almost certainly recommended this film to me uh, back at uni. Um, so, a quick synopsis of The Thing: um, a US team of uh, Antarctic scientists, sort of non-specific scientists and dog handlers, um, basically find that there is a Norwegian. A team who've all died from some mysterious thing there's an alien thing and it can copy anybody and they don't trust each other and they're all stuck there and they don't know who to trust they don't know who to hit with a flamethrower um, uh, Kurt Russell's in it along with many other people who are quite recognisable and it's really all about them figuring out who's been infested, who hasn't and uh, trying to burn it I mean that's basically the plot I suppose uh, Ben anything to add?
2: I think, I think that sums it up, Sam. Yeah, it's a pretty simple premise, but uh, very effective. Yeah,
0: but makes for a, a hundred minute of a rollicking trauma. Um, ben, as the guest, I'll give you the, the first dibs on this. What is it that you love about this film? Why is it such a classic of the genre?
2: Well, I mean, I'd say it's my favourite film. That's uh, when people ask, what's your favourite film? I normally say this film.
0: Really, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, I knew you loved it. I, wow, that's amazing. Okay, so obviously Kurt Russell's beard number one. Yes, obviously uh, Kurt, what else Kurt Russell's beard, it? Kurt Russell's hair, <laughs> Kurt Russell's sunglasses. Yeah, so Kurt Russell's
2: alcoholism, the inability play chess. Yeah, he's so a <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, uh, whiskey bitch. drinking.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: yep. I love Kurt Russell. I love I love the a- atmosphere and the tension the movie creates. I think it's I think it's incredible. Like it's it. it It's it's got it gives it a depth and a character that most horror films don't have, I think. And Mm -hmm. um, I think obviously the the special effects are amazing. There's the disgusting, like gross, like physical effects that were like, it still look amazing today. I know you mentioned Rob Bottin. He was only 22 at the time. When he did all these, effects.
0: unbelievable.
2: And he, he had to go. I think he, he had to go into um, care or something because he was uh, at exhaustion or
0: something. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> he was originally going to play one of the roles as well. No, no, no. Yeah. You're going to have your hands full. Even you and your team of forty people. Yeah, it's crazy, crazy. <laughs> but, I mean, one of you mentioned the word visceral earlier. It's incredibly visceral, isn't it? The effects oh, in this and they're
2: so detailed as well. Like you don't get that sort of thing with mm-hmm. CGI. Like uh, no. we won't mention again the the, re- the remake prequel thing, but if you ever see that the the special effects in there, the c g i are just terrible um
0: well this is it this is a, one of the great reasons to have you on because I'm never gonna watch that i never had an inclination to watch it but I knew you would as a completist. um so is it is it worth watching i heard mixed reviews it's all, it's it it's, it's all
2: right it's just a it says it's a prequel but it's just a complete remake it's it,
0: it you know it's got the good has right. got the
2: beats there there's some there's a little bit of new stuff in it, 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 it it's watchable but why would you watch that when you can watch you know the thing again. Just rewatch this, and just imagine they're speaking
0: Norwegian yeah. rather than American. I've actually heard they're
2: going to. Re- they've announced the remaking it this year, uh, right.
0: which is interesting. Why?
2: I've heard John Carpenter might it be on board as well, it. but <laughs> who knows?
0: I mean, that helps. Yeah. That helps. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah.
2: But yeah. um So I think yeah, obviously this, the the special effects are incredible, but also like all the subtle stuff in it, like how it cre- how it creates like the atmosphere, and I think how you know something is good that can build character is the fact that all all the characters in it are distinct and they feel like real people which is incredible Mm. really because they don't get any backstory they don't get any um exposition or anything like that but you you can feel like each individual character and and the way they react to the way they react to things feels real like it, it stands out for me because you don't in most horror films you'd be like there's a contrivance to the plot you'd be like oh don't do that what yeah. are you doing that for but this it feels like they all re- react in a, in a rational way um,
0: yeah that was kind of his intention wasn't it um, to get away from the stupid teen trope and have it as some learned men I mean they're all they're sort of, sort of blokes and stuff aren't they but yeah yeah, they're not idiots. They're, one or two might be a bit reckless occasionally, but yeah, they they're reckless and They figure things and, yeah. out quickly. And... Yeah, the and one things...
1: thing I would say about like the character side of thing is they all have like specific jobs, so I think that helps a little bit to build character without having to do any heavy lifting. Like you know that, um, for instance, uh, yeah. Macready's a pilot, and there's a couple of doctors, and um, there's a one of them's a cook because you see him in the you know you see him in the kitchen so I think easy bits there like that but and obviously one guy's yeah, definitely dressed in military fatigue yeah so that's you know, true obviously definitely true. some sort of uh, military man
2: yeah
0: in terms of the dialogue there's an old screenwriting trick which is that you should be able to see a sc- uh, a page of dialogue with a bunch of characters take away the names and anybody who knows the film should be able to identify who said each thing and and as much as I, I agree with Ben that this, this film does achieve that, it doesn't achieve it as much as say like a, a sitcom uh, where you know all the characters and exactly like you know a show like let's say Community, you can throw any situation at them and you know exactly how Annie's going to react exactly how Jeff's going to react, this one they're probably less distinct than that but you're right, I mean given that there's so little time to give us some backstory it is very i would defensive. argue they're not ar- archetypes maybe oh yeah i think mm. to some extent yeah but they're all still sort of like men at a thing they, they yeah. feel like real people yeah exactly basically yeah, it's, it's great and i think for me the the thing that really got me about this film or one of them is it's one of the most intriguing big openings to a film i've ever seen you know just to see a helicopter shooting at hmm. a dog and you're like what what, is it, what? you know and um you sort, of, you sort of believe that they're not just hunting a dog and then to see it from their perspective and then comically one of them gets shot and one of them blows himself up it is hilarious and you're like oh f- <laughs> right okay so they can't explain it I thought there's is there going to be a language barrier here no they're just fucking dead <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's really working
2: yeah and then the creepy uh, the creepy soundtrack the top, as well I which
0: I, I didn't realise until bomb, I rewatched bomb. it and saw the uh, yeah bomb, bomb. he got a, got a Razzie award oh he got a nomination for a Razzie and then, as you probably read in the IMDb, uh, some of his unused score was used in *The Hateful Eight, for which he won an Oscar. <laughs> so times have changed on any American. Yeah, man.
2: also great, good film, good film as well.
0: Uh, any, any other, any other key things you love about this film?
2: Um, yeah, I mean, I, I really like the, ambi- the ambiguous yeah. ending as well. I think, uh, I think it leaves on a on, on a on a note. You know, I don't think I don't think there's any other way they could have ended. No. this and it's, you're it's, a man who literally. loves an ambiguous
0: ending like that, and and because there's there's so much yeah. there's so many clues for every single person, whether it's like McCready's um boiler suit or whatever being ripped, you know, and all this sort of stuff. Uh and and yeah, yeah you, it's just like you could and then of course there's the the thing of well you can see his breath but you can't see the other guy's breath, so therefore the other guy um <laughs> but turns out that was just a technical issue.
2: Well, the way they filmed it, the way they filmed it was that no one, even like John Carpenter or none of the yeah. actors knew who the thing was. So I mean, the shot of the silhouette on the, when the dog sees the guy, that was done yeah. by one of the crew. So you can't not one figure of the actors. out actors. His... So That's it was true. purposely done. And that yeah. is the only
0: way to do it. And then, you know, it's the sort of thing where if John Carpenter now on Twitter went, oh, by the way, yeah, McCready was the thing, you'd be like, well, you might say that, but it doesn't doesn't change the film, doesn't mean he wants <laughs> <laughs> You know, you can do what you like.
2: Some people, uh, some people consider the video game as canon. Which I think, uh, which I think goes into the fact that McCre- I think McCready at the end is the thing of the video game. Spoiler, spoiler alert to the video game. <laughs> oh man, I was, about to play I was just about to get my three, Xbox.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. PS2, <laughs> PS2, <laughs> oh, well, classic. play FIFA 21 a little bit. Um, <laughs> okay.
0: I did pack Timo Werner today, but that's well beyond uh, the realm of this it podcast. <laughs> um, do you think Ben that there's things that Hugh wouldn't like about this film?
2: Um, well, I was thinking about it and being super critical. I mean. Um, I guess the, the ending where he, he destroys the thing, does it does feel a bit rushed, like yeah. if, if you know what I mean. Um, there's not much uh, like build up to that point. Um, <laughs> it does make for a great uh, you know, punchline, doesn't it? It does make the for the a great punchline. <laughs> right. I was reading someone said uh, that there's a parallel between where he loses the chess right, match yes. at the start and he... Blows the computer up, and the thing outplays him, <laughs> so he blows the, the whole computer. I thought that <laughs> was <laughs> a nice, <laughs> nice, thing. Yeah, um, I'm not sure I feel like the ambiguous ending, or whether it will frustrate him a bit, um, and also the fact that you don't know who's the thing, and there's not really mm. many answers. It might be you might find yeah, a bit, it's, it's bit come up a few as times. Well, but I hope it
0: comes up a few times where it seems like Hugh wants a more unambiguous, tied up in a bow ending. And I think for another thing is it can be a bit slow in that it sort of unravels rather than hits you scene by scene. There's obviously plenty of uh, high-impact scenes, but it does just seem to slowly unravel. Um, And you could probably cut out 15 minutes, 20 minutes of it, uh, but not miss out Mm. on some important stuff. But I'm I'm keen to hear what Hugh thinks. I I think genuinely, Hugh will appreciate and and quite possibly properly like this film. We will find out. So join us after the break, listener for Hugh's Views. (laughs) Hello, welcome back to please watch this. We are now ready for Hugh's views. Hugh, as is customary, what did you like about the thing?
1: Well, so this is a very very tense film, isn't it? Just it's from pretty much a, from pretty much that scene when the the dog thing goes into the kennel and starts splaying oh. out like a flower that made of yeah. blood just the yeah just the tension is just ramped up and ramped up and you know it, 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 oh it's this film's amazing <laughs> it's oh, so good good yeah it's incredible <laughs> yeah I just wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was to be brutally honest fantastic you know like we've spoken we've, well we've spoken before haven't we where um, you feel like you know because you've seen because it's like in the cultural consciousness you've seen the end of films before
0: yeah. So and you mentioned last week you basically have seen this film in the sense of you know what it's all about and
1: stuff. Yeah. So I kind of thought I knew what was going to happen, but it turned out I didn't really. I just <laughs> I just literally knew. Like when the end came, I was like, oh, we're at the end. Oh, this is the end bit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, yeah. Like I said, the atmosphere and the the paranoia. I I'm assuming I thought in terms of actual like plot design or narrative. I thought you would kind of be able to figure out as an audience member who the thing was. I thought it was more of, yeah. like, dramatic irony that the, the audience, the the cast or the characters, they don't know it, who the thing is. But you don't know who the... But you just don't have a clue in this film. Like, I was no trying clue. to work it out. And I was convinced, I mean, convinced Clark was the thing at one point. <laughs> and then when he gets shot and you're like, oh, he's he's... Just a man who's just oh. died. <laughs> yeah. He's a man who did a very stupid thing, and is now dead. Yeah.
2: I guess yeah. that yeah. makes so you a murderer, thing. doesn't it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. When, when you know that somebody could be, every little facial expression, it, it you know, it lends itself the to the interpretation that this yeah. person is, yeah. And you you have to be able to read into it every every step.
1: And yeah, you were saying as well the design, the creature designs in this film are brilliant. They've just got this shiny awfulness to them. Mm. They're so wet <laughs> and so moist, yeah. Yeah. and it's horrible. And for the most of the time, they 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 stand up pretty well, don't they? They they really work. Yeah. There's a few a few a few lapses or few bits where you go, "That's not very authentic," but. Yeah, most of it, you're just like, that is incredible because it's all shot in camera. And mm. yeah, it's none of this CGI floatiness or matte texture es- that you get sometimes. Especially
0: when it's like a human face as well. They've obviously got stunning models and things that they've made to then morph and turn disgusting. Yeah, it's, amazingly it, it's a
1: weird one with practical effects because on one hand they look amazing... But on the other hand, they always... And this is the problem every film has, and it's not just a thing. But they also kind of do look like they've been made, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, at
1: no point do you ever... And I think maybe that's maybe why people use CGI. Because CGI can sometimes feel more realistic, I think. When it's done right, it can... Like, there's a scene in this film where... The tentacle comes out and grabs the detonator box. Yeah, and yeah. It's clearly mm. done in stop motion. Where I was like, oh, just a little bit of CGI there with the tentacle would just look would just work.
0: Yeah, it looks less real, but if but I don't you don't a have a visceral reaction. No, to, there is that. Even if you con- cognitively and consciously know that it's not a real thing, it it makes yeah. you feel differently.
2: I mean, CGI's. Is- Best used just to like say just to enhance things rather than going full CGI because mm. the sure with CGI is it, it looks good at the time but like in a couple of years time you're just gonna just gonna look not very good. just horribly doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, depend.
1: It depends, doesn't it? On the uh, I think if you use it for like background it's... stuff, that's not that's not front and yeah. center. I think that's isn't there supposedly with that remake or prequel that they did in 2011 that originally they had done. All the pra- effects practically, and yeah, then for some reason right. the studio went back and made them CGI them, so they look really crap. Apparently, Yep. yeah, <sighs> that, which that is just sounds terrible like a horrible
2: reality. What they actually, the, da- the special effects team actually, because they didn't want to chuck away all these shots, they, they actually made their own film, by using all those mm-hmm. oh, special right. effects. Which isn't narratively, it's not the best film, but it's still it's still it's still worth watching. And it's such a shame because it would have been it would have been re- it would have made the film a lot better.
1: Yeah. Um, but I think what makes this film a really good film is it's the the feeling of paranoia and tension. Mm. Like, you could have this as, like... You could have it as a serial killer, but they don't know who the serial killer is, and yeah, it'd yeah. still be yeah, as yeah. tense. I think that added layer of, like, you know, body horror and creature feature does obviously add, make it better. Like, you know, I, I, like... And one thing I really liked about this film was... At no point did any of the characters do anything stupid. Mm. You know, like, in horror Mm. films, often people will be like, let's go into the creepy woods alone, just the two of us, and, you know, we'll split (laughs) up and get get picked off. It's kind of, you know, it's like that old joke on Scary Movie, where it's like safety, danger, and she chooses to go danger. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, But in this, there was none of that stupidity. They do everything that you pretty much would do in this
0: scenario, like, that you could think of. You know, they... As Arbid says in Community, you know, you can do horrendous thing, but only if it's been earned. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they've got to earn. <laughs> These people have got to do the right thing and still do Yeah, I
1: mean, did you guys... I mean, you guys have seen it more than I have. Ben, obviously, you said like your favourite film, so I'm guessing you've seen it a good few times. Is there anything in the film that you've noticed over the years where you're like, oh, why did this character do that? That was a bit daft.
2: No, I mean, no, but the... The only two things that I picked up on was, uh, and these aren't character decisions, the things that I'd change would probably be the bit of exposition where Blair's at the computer and it just basically yeah. types out, you know, the thing will take over the world. <laughs> I thought that that's a bit clunky. Yeah,
0: that is a bit hokey, is it? And then... Because the, it's like, well, he's a biologist. Oh, he's, he's not even... A, well, we don't even know what kind of scientist, but it's not the sort of thing he would have, is it? Yeah. It's a weird... Yeah. It, weird I can
2: system. see why they did it, but yeah, that that kind of... I would change that. And also, I find it a bit strange that when they go to get Blair and they go down and see that he's been building a spaceship, it's like a a perfect little (laughs) model spaceship. It's like, how the hell did he build that? In a day. (laughs) Yeah, I mean,
1: one thing I maybe, on reflection, or something I did think whilst I was watching it, it was like, what is the motivation for the the thing? What is it trying to do? Well, you
2: don't know. That's the thing. It's like
1: it's a bit of a strange one, isn't it? Because if it wanted to take over the world... It wouldn't be building a spaceship, would it?
2: Well, it would, because it wants to get away. It wants to get to more humans, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, you'd, I suppose. But could it not just fly a helicopter? Well. Or jump in, like, like I said, when they leave... But that's but one of the, it's immaterial, uh, isn't it? You're not sat there going, oh, "I wonder why," the th-, you know, eating what, your popcorn. Going, yeah. Why is the thing trying to kill <laughs> what, these people? What did one it of do the, better uh, if it did X, Y, and
2: Z? One of the interesting theories that I quite liked. I mean, I don't believe it, but it said that the reason that they can't contact the outside world is because the thing has already taken over the outside world, and they're the last ones alive.
0: Oh, I like <laughs> that.
1: No, I'm not convinced myself.
2: No, I, I'm not convinced that's true, but it, no, it's I'm a good, it's a nice little mind, theory. Yeah.
1: I thought they were just trying to contact other like Arctic bases, mm. Antarctic bases, and they had already been done over by the thing. I mean that bit where they go to the the other the Norwegian base is brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, well, you
2: just and see they, the uh, what's happened and they're trying to piece the it dead together. guy
0: in his frozen blood off his wrists at all. Well. I mean that it's does horrible. whet your appetite for a prequel. I mean yeah, that's I what the prequel what is really
2: it's, it's really contrived yeah. to you know set that up <laughs> and the actual, oh, it actually, actually right. the sequel ends with uh, this prequel ends with the dog running off
0: <laughs> that makes sense and I, I i was really tempted to watch it, but i just I just thought, well, it can't be that good, and I don't know you know it's not would it add to cynical
1: it, what would it add to your appreciation of this film I think is the real it's story. basically
2: the same film and there's a really good video on YouTube that's showing it. like showing how the thing does it and how the remake the prequel does it and you know why the prequel got it so wrong and why (laughs) it's a lot to do with like characterization and that sort of thing
0: you'd have to do something different wouldn't you why why try to imitate Hmm. this film that obviously it's to get people to watch it the only
2: uh the only difference is they have the test is uh they have to check if they've got fillings in the teeth because the they notice that they can't they can't replicate inanimate objects, so they always have to check if they've got fillings, which is That's pretty good.
0: Well, this is this was a, this was kind of a missed opportunity in this film that I thought Red Dwarf did really well with the polymorph episodes, where you know they've got the polymorph and it can come on and it can imitate any object at all and any crew member, mm. and they've got to. There's a bit where Lister he's trapped outside the the, the ship. And there's but there's one on board, so they've got to have both on because they can't. If you know, they've got a fifty percent chance of losing an actual crew member. And they both sat there and they do little tests. Like, okay, uh, Crichton puts scissors down on the table and says, "Okay, Lister, um, uh, what is it? Cut your cut your toenails." And neither of them use the scissors; so they both bite their toenails uh, to get it. And then and then Crichton comes up with a good idea. He gives them both a guitar and says, "Okay, play the guitar." Lister can't play the guitar at all, but thinks he can. One of them plays the guitar beautifully, and they shoot that one because. It's going off what he thinks of himself. It's going off his self-image, and he thinks he can play like Hendrix. So they shoot the one that can actually play. And there was a bit of that missing. It was like you know, when they when they're having discussions about how would I, how would you know if I was or wasn't. I thought, well, ask them a really intimate question. Do they know their history? Do they know their? Do they know, do they have all their access to all their memories? Kind of a missed opportunity, I thought. This
1: would suggest that they do have the memories of the like the
0: host. Yeah, they, they do sort of copy their personality don't yeah. they so they must have some
1: there is I mean you could say that there is some sort of you know plot holes there when they don't try stuff like that but um, another thing I'd say is good about this film is it 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 kind of knows that it's kind of it, it knows that it's a B movie horror body horror f- creature mm. feature doesn't it it doesn't mm. try to be anything more than what It is. it is it doesn't you know it doesn't get into philosophy or politics it's the only real sort of questions it asks is who can you trust when you can't trust anyone and mm-hmm. how different people
0: yeah and, and it's interesting you say about that sort of B-movie thing because Carpenter kind of wanted to get away from that and then the poster came out and he hated it the person who made the poster it was last minute it was about the film really I love it it's great so person. iconic and he was like oh why didn't they just paint They could have just painted a bloody knife in his hand that you know he, d- he didn't want it to be some slasher film that was that was quite cheap and as it turns out it's uh, stood the test of so time. yeah
1: so that kind of makes me think of something else I think this is where you he- I think maybe the difference between like a sort of a a B movie and like maybe a not a B movie I suppose is I would say the cinematography might have a lot to do with it you know obviously dialogue has a lot as well to do with it but definitely like I love the use of flares and like natural firelight in this film like it's used so well the bits I don't know what it is about on a flare on a camera it just looks amazing do you not agree? bokeh yeah.
2: This uh, this this definitely had a bigger budget than most horror, f- horror films that came out around mm. the same time. Fifteen million, I think. Um, which definitely yeah. you can definitely see on the screen.
0: Yeah. Whereas Halloween was less than half a million, mm. you know, and Friday the Thirteenth was uh, less. I think less than. A Apparently, million. Like, I was. You know, I had a little look up
1: before yeah. we recorded, but yeah, it didn't do that well because E. T. came out around
0: the same time.
1: Like
2: it did terrible. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They didn't yeah. It I mean, did really badly. I think I think grossed about 19 million, so really did not. watch which ruined John Carpenter's career. It's mad, and it's possibly his best film. Well, you Ben would presumably say it is his best film because it's your favourite film. I mean, it must have made its money back on
1: like, video and DVD sales by now, though. Surely. Oh,
0: definitely. I would hope yeah. so. I would hope Imagine. so. I mean, I I spent two yeah. quid on it, and that would so.
1: have been. <laughs> I'm still contributing. Yeah, somebody would have spent. Like twelve quid on it before then, you know, if you bought it hand. So yeah, I mean,
2: they've just re-released it and on four K, not well, maybe not four K, but Blu-ray. Anyway, mm, really? so it's got to be, uh, it's got to be making money if they do a re-release.
1: Yeah. Eventually. So, but think, yeah, eventually, but I think, yeah, But I think that's <laughs> a big say. part of like the cinematography is incredible in this film. I thought, um, mm. and like I said, it knowing what it is means it does it. I always think a film that knows what it is. And it knows what genre it's operating in, and it, it knows how to test the limits of that genre rather than trying to be all things mm. to all men. This is just—it's a horror film with a, a a disgusting transforming creature that's picking people off one by <laughs> one. That's all you need to know. Um, I am curious if it's like got because I know that the it's based on an original film from the fifties. So I'm wondering if that's one of these films where it's like it's a metaphor for communism or something like that. Like, <laughs> well, it's plan, actually
2: it's actually based on a short story the 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 Thing from Another Planet in the 1950s was based on that but mm. this goes back to what the, the short story was about the shapeshifter whereas the Thing from Another Planet is just a standard monster film with none right. of the shapeshifting
1: stuff in I see. I it's, see. Still,
2: it's, quite, it's still quite a decent film if you, if you like that sort of 50s sci-fi stuff yeah I've not seen it,
1: have you seen
2: it Ben? yeah I've seen it yeah oh you yeah, okay, have?
1: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Howard
2: Hawks Howard Hawks actually hated this this as well. <laughs> the director the original director of the uh, thing from another planet. That's
0: right. Yeah, it got so much hate and um, Vincent Canby, who we've mentioned a couple of times before I think he called Empire Strikes back about as personal as a Christmas card from biting, a bank. He he didn't like it at all. I'll get into a lot of critics because we are going. About as personal as a Christmas card. It's very biting isn't it? Very very witty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I- I'll tell you what, Ben. We'll we'll have to Ben. We'll have to get you on an episode with Dakota, our friend Dakota from Contrazoom Pod, because he's um, yeah. he's seen all films as yeah, well. That'd he be, has seen a yeah, yeah. Out. <laughs> should start, They should start
1: their own podcast for like one other person who's seen all the films they've seen. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then the final thing that I like about this film is, and it's and it leads on to maybe things I didn't like is it's got such an ambiguous ending. It's so yeah. ambiguous. It's like well, it's... is. Is uh, Child's the thing? Is is he? Isn't he? I don't know. <laughs> um, and I did like that. Now, but at the same time, I didn't not what li- It's not that I didn't like the ambiguity. I quite liked the ambiguity of it. What I didn't like is I feel like there's. It just feels like there's another ten minutes left to this film, and it kind of just ends quite abruptly, with them going. Well, just sit here. and I think that's die. more ten minutes. <laughs> I don't
0: think. I don't think it's ten minutes after. I think it's almost ten minutes before. Like Ben said when he. Just destroys the thing and blows it up. That feels it's very, very rushed, isn't it? I mean, it's been you, building up for an hour and a half. It is a but, bit rushed, isn't yeah, it? Yeah,
1: but then I mean, what do you expect? Yeah. Like, how do you? It is hard to write a denouement for like a creature feature without it being mm. a bit mm. silly.
0: Um, and when you when you try to analyze why it seemed too sudden. I don't have the understanding as to why, because as soon as I think of, well, it's too sudden because it kind of comes out of nowhere. But then you go, well, he's been setting fire to things all the whole time. His whole goal is, and he's explained several times, like, oh, well, we just need to destroy it, and we we probably won't make it out alive. I can't I can't actually understand why it seems so sudden, other than that it just does, doesn't it? It feels like maybe there's another layer of conflict and trouble in his go through all of it. It's not it so or much something. that I just
1: feel like it it didn't know how to to me it feels like they didn't really know how to end it they knew they wanted it to have like an ambiguous ending so it feels like they stopped before you kind of find out what happens to Childs and McCready. like i hmm. would like well, to, i think yeah, if this a... film had done well at the time i think you definitely would have got like a sequel and you would have seen what happened to yeah. if either of them was mm. the thing or even if like i i think for me like not to Reach or pitch or anything, but I would. Have, it's got this has got the hallmarks of. Oh well, all they would do is they would have them be rescued, have them both be rescued, have you think that neither of them are the thing. And then it turns out one of them is
0: the thing and they're in the big city. And yeah, t- one of them looks to camera and then you've got that mystique brown eye, like, glint in their eye at the camera. And even, if, yeah, even if they did get <laughs> rescued
1: credits. at the end of this. That's
0: such a 90s ending. <laughs> yeah, very, very like
1: nice. <laughs> uh, Zoom out. <laughs> even- <Yeah. laughs> you like, a, a helicopter coming over the horizon at the end. Just so you know, that's getting Whoa. even
2: more nineties now. <laughs> yeah, that's why, <laughs> that's why they
1: didn't. Yeah, I think because um, yeah, then it's still ambiguous, but you know that there's more to come potentially. Where with this, it just mm. it's either two blocks are about to freeze to death, or um, yeah, one of them's the thing and is about to
0: eat the other. Yeah. but additionally it is possibly the best thing about the film well, so this I is, think it, with this that is why mind, I said it's good it's a good and bad
1: it's, it's, it both works yeah, and doesn't yeah, yeah. I, I think they could have resolved it a little bit better and I'm, I'm not I'm not entirely sure why they ended it like the way they did it, to me it felt the only thing that I was that was missing out of this film
0: well I know that Ben's a big fan uh, Ben would you say it's your favourite scene let's move seamlessly into favourite scenes <laughs> No. Ben. Would you say the ending is your favourite scene? No,
2: definitely not. My favourite scene, and I've got a lot of, I've got a lot of uh, scenes I, I love, but the best scene, probably for me in cinema history, is the blood test scene.
0: <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. There's no doubt in my mind that that was the best scene. And we are we unanimously yeah, we somewhere? all put down the
1: same scene as our favourite scene. We have to. Right. Well, <laughs> we can talk <laughs> about it at length, then,
0: can't we? Let's do it. Let's do it. Hugh, as the recommendee what is it so good what's so good about I, this film this, this I just love at the
1: tension in the the scene you've got the tension of the blood test you've got the tension then once they find out that um, which character is it that's the thing at that point what's it Palmer, Palmer. That's well a, that's
0: one of the quiz questions <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah so when you find out it's, I've got it written down
1: haven't we? When you find out it's Clark, yeah, when you find out Clark's <laughs> something thing at that point. yeah. When you, <laughs> when you find out it's McCready. <laughs> yeah, when you find out and then the creature changes and then it's attacking people. And um, it's, is it Lieutenant Gary, um, Childs and... Is it somebody else who's like.
2: This is pure nonsense. They're all well, they're tied to one another you know, out there right
1: next to the thing. Yeah. And they're like, ah, oh, get me out. You know, they're trapped, essentially.
0: It is a bit annoying that he's like, he's struggling with the flamethrower, and then he's like. Oh, quick windows! Now you use the flamethrower you've had this whole time, and then he's like, and then he just can't. He's so scared that he gets his head bit yeah. off. That's a bit irritating, but he yeah, gets around the, the room. <laughs> yeah,
2: um, thrown, yeah get, a dummy gets thrown around. <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, <laughs> yeah.
0: It's more terrifying that you can't see it. There's just legs and legs, and you just see him getting thrown around. You know, probably a money saving yeah, exercise, but really it's quality, isn't
1: it? It's just so, just so well done. And that, I mean, I was convinced obviously because I knew that. It was basically like two people at the end and I couldn't remember who the two were, but obviously I knew Kurt Russell right. was going to be fine, yeah. but I didn't know who was with, I couldn't remember who was with him at the end. So to me, it was like all those people were up for grabs and I was like, they're, they're all going to die. Those people are tied up. <laughs> yeah. One of them's going to get set on fire or something like that by... by yeah. So much fire good. in this film.
2: Like it, it, it picks the moment, like when when you sort of least expect it. Even if you haven't watched it for a while, it still kind of makes you jump. Even if you know what's mm, coming. Yeah. Yes. What is it
1: like watching that? That squeal the time? and that. Mm. that and nice. Obviously now, if I if I watch this film again, what I'm going to be looking for is can I figure out when the thing becomes people rather than mm. rather than oh I'm just watching it to see who gets off to next or if they can catch the thing in I mean, time.
2: On that blood test scene, he uses uh, he the shot the t- the test before the one before uh, the one that is the thing. It's the exact same shot, so it's kind of subtly hinting, oh, that's good. And then it just sets up the same shot again, <laughs> same hand shot. And well, you, so you, can you, you,
1: fake, mind, you can see the fake in your mind. Yeah,
2: the fake hand. That's yeah. the only thing <laughs> in that your took mind, it out. You're going, it. oh, it's the same shot. That
1: was the only thing that kind of took it out for me, and I was like, oh, something's about to happen because it's got the fake hand.
2: But he does that shot before I didn't, as I didn't well. Notice that. Did you not? It's the same shot with with the fake hand before, where it, it, where it tests and then it. And it
1: blooms up into this giant eyeball-looking thing, which is really creepy. Yeah. What, what did you like about that scene in particular, Sam?
0: It, well, it, it, yeah, I mean, it encapsulated what's great about this film, where you've got men in an enclosed space where they can't trust each other, uh, and yet they've still found out this method for just finding out. And it takes so long... <laughs> to do each one he's got to ready it again and get it hot again you know it's not they're not just in a line and he's going bang 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 um, and yeah the people who you most suspect they, they're fine and then it because you know that as soon as he gets somebody whos they is they're gonna they're, they're outward, so they're gonna be they're going to try and kill everybody. <laughs> and that seems to be what happens.
2: You can see the fear on, on the, the people that aren't the thing. You can see the fear on the faces yeah. when they're well, doing it. Yeah. Bit, Where it? it's like, I'm a, I'm other yeah. thing. I'm th-. Like they don't yeah. know if they are.
0: Yeah. And and if they're scared, it's like, well, are they scared of being caught out or they're scared mm-hmm. of the situation? And it's, it's complete, complete ambiguity all the way through. So we agree. That's the best scene. And I think for me, the opening and the ending, a sort of second and third, I don't know what order, but the, the, the book ends a really fantastic, intriguing film. Um, that looks, that Lieutenant
1: Gary's is was way too quick to kill somebody,
0: but he was shooting. He's quite, I mean, he's quite trigger happy. But you would, I think, he, he was clearly he's a man who's military trained. <laughs> but he good. He used to he's kill them, I think, to say. straight up? <laughs> <hit him laughs> yeah, what a shot! <laughs> yeah, yeah a like bang, like Smash around. the window. Got to use his little pop <laughs> gun. Did any of you yeah.
1: like? find out what the Norwegian people were saying. I, nice. I, I, I have looked over right but I can remember the I thought, what they were saying. I wonder if it's one of those things where, it, like the Lion King, where it basically tells you the plot of the <laughs> film, and apparently... So apparently it's like, um, they basically shout something along the lines of, get out of the way, that's not a dog, it's an imposter, get out of the way. Yeah, mm. it's it's
0: suitably ambiguous well, yeah they don't say it's like
1: they don't say it's like delivery. a killer alien do they? Although I like the guy who goes to throw no. the grenade then drops it then has the <laughs> world's weakest wrist then decides to try and dig the grenade out of the ground like at that point I would have been legging it
0: basic <laughs> grenade safety <laughs> <laughs> the pin's out but it get away, get away maybe it was a thing <laughs> it's,
1: a great, it's a great opening scene isn't it and I I like the, the scene as well when they discover... Um, I can't remember the character's name. Uh, is it... It's not Fuchs, is it? Could be Fuchs, or... They yeah, find one his, of them. Um, They find his burnt body
0: outside. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm. so intriguing. And yeah, cause...
2: I love the scene where they, uh, they find that the blood... Uh, someone's tampered with the blood, and they'll just start mm-hmm. arguing with them because you can just see that they're so, like... They were so like they thought they were going to solve it, and now it's just everything's going. And they realize that you know the fox.
0: (laughs) And you think, well, we've narrowed it down to one or two people, but actually, have we? And uh, you know, they know where the key is kept, and all this sort of Mm. stuff. And it's yeah, it's just it's just brilliant tension. And who is it that opens the who who tampers the blood and destroys it? Do do you know who that is? It's
1: a good question. I'm guessing. No. I was hoping maybe like on a,
0: <laughs> a second watch. <laughs> or like the two no. main, the two main uh, candidates are both found yeah. innocent, so
2: it's got to be so, like yeah. Norris or
0: something. You think maybe, the thing can get
1: inside must things? Have lifted that the key. Can just, it can do because it can obviously transform its tentacles and it can get its tentacles into the blood or something, perhaps.
2: Someone must have picked the yeah. key off, off Gary at some point. Yeah, yeah exactly.
1: They I've all seem to be, know yeah. where it Fair is. Enough.
0: No, it's just. That's it. It's it one is. to speculate. It's, it's definitely one that if if we had a lucrative YouTube channel, I would spend days rewatching this film and trying <laughs> to pick out all the. But we don't. We make not a penny from this, and I've got a full time job, so I've not I've not gone into it. But uh, I would I would definitely definitely sign up for someone's Patreon <laughs> if they manage to do I'm it. Sure, it's already out. There, um, the yeah it must be the natural progression from scenes and his favorite lines. Hugh, what's your favorite line? Um,
1: so I think this one might be a popular <laughs> one. I've put, uh, so from Lieutenant Gary, who goes, I know you gentlemen have been through a lot, but when you find the time, (laughs) I'd rather not spend the rest of this winter tied to this fucking couch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was just kind of, I must admit, I don't think this Mm -hmm. film is great for one-liners and great lines. I think that's maybe a little thing that lets it down slightly, that. That was. Yeah. I disagree. Well, I think there's what? loads of good lines. I do <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, but yeah, I don't like when is it Macready just says uh, "fuck you" too or something like that as his as his like. Yeah. Well, fuck. his little sign-off line. Yeah, that's, like, that's probably what you would say that's in good. that situation, but it felt like
2: there could have been a better. <laughs> no, uh, I wouldn't even say cheating, bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that
0: would be Not now. Maybe in the eighties. Maybe in the eighties. <laughs> ben, what was your favourite line then, other than uh, cheating, bitch? Um,
2: I love I love where McCready goes. Now I'll show you what I already know. That's <laughs> good. That is. When good. I take a COVID test, I'm going to say <laughs> that. <before> <laughs> 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 before you stick it in your tonsils and
0: wrap right your nose. <laughs> now I'll show you what I already... <laughs>
1: say positive. Get away from me.
2: <laughs> I, also, I also love the line where uh, they think MacReady's a thing and he's trying to get in. And um, Windows is like, Childs, what if we're wrong? And then he's like, Then we're wrong. <laughs> I was just think, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then you are wrong. Yeah, exactly. Then, yeah, like, this is very you've Gotta make a, a decision.
0: <laughs> I think my favorite line was probably right at the very end. I think possibly the last line of the film when Charles says, "Well, what do we do, Macready? Why don't we just wait here for a little while, see what happens?" It's just yeah. such a good, good ending. <laughs> and you know, and there's, again, there is lots of other ones Macready saying to the gang like, you know, some of you can't be the thing because you've all killed me by now. Charles says, mm. "So how do we know who's human?" If it was an imitation, a perfect imitation, how would you know if it was really me? And other than reminding me of Carl Pilkington, when he's asked about, you know, if, if cloning was a thing, he'd be like, and he says, "How would I know which one I was?" Other than reminding me of that great line, it was great. It was a great question because it was yeah, that reminded me of Red Dwarf and Polymorph and all this sort of stuff. Yeah, and it's the crux of yeah. the film really. So yeah, this is. Um, Great film, and what we're going to do now is have a little break and we're going to try and quantify Hugh's views a little bit, get some critics and get a little quiz in there. So join us after the break. (laughs) Hello and welcome back again to Please Watch This. We're now ready for Let's Do The Critics. Keep them on 10 talks, Hugh, for your views. So as we've mentioned before, the critics were not wholly um positive about this film. The Metacritic score is fifty seven. What was the audience score for this? Because this feels like
1: this does this feels very much like a cult classic, doesn't it? Where the critics might not have been over impressed because, you know, it might they might see it as a bit I don't know what would they criticize it for being unoriginal. Well, I'll I'll, I'll yeah. cover that.
0: Well, that's the thing. It was it's like when you look at the top critic responses, it's stuff from the last ten years. When you look at the worst, it's stuff that was contemporary. Mm. Um, the, I mean, the IMDb rating is eight point one out of ten. Quick math tells me that's eighty one percent. But the Metacritic fifty seven, and it, and it was it was really just some of it was blistering. I mean. Um, David Anson of Newsweek called it an example of the new aesthetic atrocity for atrocity's sake. Alan Spencer for Starlog said that John Carpenter was never meant to direct science fiction horror movies. He's better suited to direct traffic accidents, train wrecks and public flogging. <laughs> John Carpenter was, nev- was not made to direct science fiction horror movies. And we obviously were wise after the event, but it's just funny that you sort of just perspective you know makes you think that this film is not very good i mean um even roger ebert only gave it a 2.5 roger ebert He said, "I like being scared, and I was scared by many scenes in the thing. But it seems clear that Carpenter made his choice early on to concentrate on special effects and the technology, and to allow the story and people to be and people to become secondary. I think that's just it was such a outrageously good special effects and technology that people miss uh, that people underestimate how good the character and dialogue is. You know,
2: I think yeah, I think E. T. coming out two weeks before people were still riding that wave. I think as well, which. It's difficult to say for sure, but have you, read, have you read Roger Ebert's review of E.T.? No. I mean, it's great. Like, he absolutely loved it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, a big kid, wasn't he? You know, loved I imagine it. he... Yeah. yeah. And then, so watching that, and then two weeks later watching the thing, is <laughs> probably
0: be like, holy crap. <laughs> context, I suppose, is quite important, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Um, now, there was a, a 100% positive review, Dave Turner in The Guardian. It was in a section called My Favourite Film, and he said... The movie is about the creature, which means characterization and plot become secondary, but who cares? A man's chest becomes huge jaws that bite off a doctor's arms. A head disengages from a torso, sprouts legs and eyes on stalks, and then scurries off. A hairless, slimy dog head explodes from a man's chest. Throughout the thing, man and creature merge in horrific, bloody contortions that would give Hieronymus Bosch nightmares, and almost everyone dies horribly. Brilliant. <laughs> 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 uh, he liked you know. And again, I, I completely agree with that. That's the that's the selling yeah. point of this film, and that's what means it will be known for decades to come.
2: It's actually uh, opened the same day as Blade Runner as well, which got yeah. bad reviews. But yeah, then well, you, you put it, it in
0: the ET context,
1: then you go, oh, well, that makes sense now, doesn't it? Because... yeah. How can, like, like they sometimes call it counter-programming, don't they? When they know a big film's coming out, they have other types of films that are, like, lower budget to, um, to like, for those who aren't interested in the big budget, you know, special. Yeah. But you just feel like if this film had come out six months before, both films, actually, Blade Runner as well, six months before or six months after giving E.T. some room to breathe, then they would have, they would have made money. I mean, I suspect they made their money back on this eventually. Yeah, they must it's have probably because
2: yeah. it came out in the summer as well. I mean, it's not it's, not a it would have come film, out in like it? you know November.
0: Yeah, it's not a summer a Halloween. film. A date, date classic, a date night classic. Yeah. yeah, I think
1: this is a quality date film to be honest with you, because it's one of those real, ah, cover your eyes and oh, come in love, you know,
0: <laughs> <Put> an arm <laughs> round you, make sure you're all. What a right. charmer! What? what a charmer! <laughs> ladies. <laughs> uh, ladies. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so with that in mind, um let's get some ratings. Let's get some chuffing ratings. Um, ben, I'll start with you. I think I might know what you're gonna say from this. How many I don't know, let's go for um uh chests that become huge jaws that bite off a doctor's arms out of ten would you give this film? Snappy Sam, I like it. 10. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought so. <laughs> it took all 10 digits. <laughs> if, if, it was a, yeah. if it was out of 11, would you go for 11? I mean, is it perfect?
2: <laughs> for me, it is. For me, yeah. it's a perfect film. How old
0: were you Christ when you Christ first of. saw it?
2: Four. About four uh, years old.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's best to up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now, I think, I, I was thinking about you can this never earlier. Dogs. I think maybe
1: <laughs>
2: 14 or 15, I yeah, think. Yeah, see, I really. Oh, after yeah, 50, I, 50. As soon as I
1: started watching this, I got about maybe 45 minutes in and I was like oh I really wish I'd seen this when I was like maybe 12, 13, 14 yeah
0: yeah Yeah. definitely massively so Hugh how many hairless slimy dog heads exploding from a man's chest would you give this out again
1: so crisp and clean and (laughs) straight to the point (laughs) Um, so as you know I always like a film that works within its own parameters you know like a lot of good Mm -hmm. comedies would do that so for me for this it's it's probably a nine
0: out of ten. Fantastic! Wow, yeah, that it, is one of the most positive reviews we've had. Well, it,
1: it was quality. I loved it. <laughs> I'm so annoyed that I haven't seen it sooner. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize it was this good to be honest with you. Because it is more. It's almost there's almost two films happening in this film. I would say you've got the you've got all the horror body shock sort of stuff that's like the sort of gory element to it, but you've got that tension which mm. is kind of what makes the film a lot better, I think.
0: You know, if agreed. Isn't agreed. Just... I, I, and I agree on your rating. I think I'd give it a nine. Slimy, hairless dog things um, out wow. of ten as well. Yes. It is just it's just such a good film. It, and, it's yeah. not like a
1: typical like action film or horror film where it just moves from like one action scene to the next action scene to the next action scene. Mm. There's actually quite long bits in this film where nothing really happens,
2: but a lot happens. There's a contrast yeah. in there. Contrast between the the crazy bits and the and the slow,
1: yeah, because that's what it'd be like, I imagine
2: I think that's what's missing from modern modern cinema mm. in my
1: opinion, yeah, and maybe that's where you get your character development, isn't it um yeah, and it,
0: like yeah. I said before, it unravels rather than being seen after scene after seeing it, yeah it's more novelistic, I suppose in that sense, and it's and that's what you want for tension you you need you need you need the quiet bits here's a question, for for you both. To count.
1: do you think Childs really went off to because f- he saw a flare <laughs> <laughs> or, He's like, very awkward about it, yeah, isn't he? Like, oh so <laughs> like, it went off. He's like, I saw a flare. And, <laughs>
2: and Kurt Russell's just it. like, oh fuck. <laughs> this. Yeah, he you know, like, at that
0: point, you might as well just shoot him as well. I, don't, I mean, I don't trust any of them. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. Um, should we get onto a quiz then? See, uh, see if we can trust Let's your trivia knowledge. Um, I've gone, I've gone for six because some of them are too easy, and I, I suspected we'd cover them in the, in the over the course of the show. But I'll just stick to the six. Same rules as always. Hugh gets Hugh gets first dips on the question, and then Ben comes in as the expert and mops up after his failures. Um, question quiz question number one: What's the nationality of the team who uncovered the ship? And what nationality does MacReady consistently think that they are? <laughs> uh, so they're Norwegian, but he calls them, hey, Sweden.
1: <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> like, hey, Those crazy Swedes. <laughs> yeah.
0: What type of charge do the Norwegians use to uncover the ship? What kind of charge? Um, hmm. I don't know. Dynamite. It's in that realm. It's, uh, ta- it's quite specific. time-delayed charge? It's like thermite, isn't it? Thermite, thermite, thermite charge, or thermal? Yeah. Mm. thermite charge. Well done. How long ago was the ship buried under the ice? At least, according to uh, the estimate.
1: Uh, I would say it's. A, they say about a hundred thousand years, don't they?
0: Very good. Very good. Well, yeah. well, uh, good attention <laughs> paid there. Nice freedom. Um Who is the only character with a key to the blood bank? Who carries the key?
1: Um, it's
0: Lieutenant Gary. Well done. Very good. Uh, who's, well, you know this one. Whose blood is the only one to turn in the blood scene? Um, it is. It's Windows. No, it's Palmer's. <laughs> it's Palmer. <laughs> yeah. And without looking at your notes, Hugh, I want you to name five members of the crew. <laughs> um, he was looking at his so notes, wasn't you've, <laughs>
1: you've got Palmer, you've got Childs, you've got Windows, and you've got Gary. Uh, that's five.
0: Fantastic. um, So, before I I want to give Ben a chance now to uh, show off a little bit. I think there's another five or so. Two, four, six, eight. Hang on. Two, four, six, eight, ten. There's eleven in total. Ben, can you name the other six? Well,
2: there's there's Norris, Blair, Doc Cooper. I think
0: Copper. Yep. Copper.
2: Copper. Cooper. Uh, There's Fuchs. Yeah. Um, How many is that? How many is left?
0: Uh, two more, I think, unless... Shields. You... have you said Shields? Child. he said, yeah. What's the, cooks? What's the Cook's name? You haven't done that, guys.
2: Oh, yeah, the Cook. Um... Mm. What is his name? Yeah, the name escapes me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember
0: his. And I... He says it's his favourite film. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking loser.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can name you all the Ewoks. <laughs> he likes Stevie Wonder. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: um... No, yeah, I I can't I, my brain's gone dead. I do you, think do you
0: remember it. any of the other two Hugh? Well, I'm looking at my notes. So, it's, no, so it's it. Bennings <laughs> and Knowles, I think he's Bennings. Knowles and Knowles and Bennings. Nulls, yeah, that's very it. good. Very good. Nulls. So, Hugh, you scored so, very well. I think five out of six probably. Yeah, five out of six. Yeah. Terrific terrific score that's that Hugh. Uh, Harrod, that would say he's come right in out of the box there. Great signing. Terrific top top film <laughs> top film. Yes. Uh, so Hugh, obvious question, would you recommend this film? No. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> uh, yeah, of course, yeah, why wouldn't I? Yeah, it's super, um, fantastic stuff. So Hugh, all that remains to be asked is what we're going to do next week. In fact, maybe, yeah, maybe I should ask you that. Yeah. What we're we going to do next week, Hugh? Well, Sam, as you know, right now, uh, this
1: being, um, well, we release this on Sunday, so this will be Sunday the thirty-first of October. Yeah. No, it won't be the first of November when it comes out, even. Um, There's, so on the Tuesday, there's this thing called a US election. You might have heard of it. You might have heard of the country. What's the US? Yeah, it's some country across the other side of the uh, Atlantic Ocean. But anyway. Oh, right, Japan. Yes. So let's pretend Hmm. not to feign ignorance anymore. Um, (laughs) So yeah, so on Tuesday, the Americans go to the poll. So by the time we reconvene next week, we'll know who the... Either the continuing president of the United States is, or the new president of the United States. And so I thought, in that vein, given that you know American elections only come around once every four years, I thought we. And this one seems particularly important. <laughs> it seems it doesn't it, but they always seem important. Um, we're going to watch the 2011 film, uh, The Ides of March, starring Ryan Gosling and George Clooney and your and one of your muckers that you like a lot, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Um, mm-hmm. It's probably I'm not going to lie. Now it seems a bit out of date because the it, <laughs> are they all quite respectable politicians? Yeah, <laughs> <There's, you> know, <laughs> yeah, they didn't predict Trump, but um, it's a, it's 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 in keeping with the times. So I thought we might go with theme, so we'll do that next week. So,
0: smart, smart. I mean, I don't really know anything about it. I think Ryan Gosling is uh, is like a uh, advisor to, to clones, but. Really Clunes, what Martin Clunes? Oh so, Clunes! <laughs> oh Clunes! You know, men
1: behaving badly. A, Politicians behaving, behaving badly.
0: badly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I think I'm looking forward to it. It's a great <laughs> cast. You think you're looking forward to it? Yeah, I think if it was a more, it. <laughs> if it was a more an cast, I'd be like, okay, yeah, fair enough. But uh, I get the sense it, it's actually. It, I mean, I remember at it the looks time, slick, doesn't it. it? It's like a. You yeah, can always yeah. appreciate like a slick, well-written.
1: You know, snappy dialogue sort of Aaron Sorkin. All Gosers
0: is in it, so I'm, I'm all over yeah. of is it Sorkin? No, no sadly not. But, oh, but that but kind of it's got that, Yeah, it's got that
1: kind of snappiness to it. It's at least trying to be Sorkin. Isn't? Well, everything was trying to be Sorkin in 2011, wasn't it? After the social network. <laughs> um, but yeah, mm-hmm. so that's so that's next week. Looking forward to it. So we can either I, I celebrate am or commiserate.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, now, Hugh, if they want to get in touch with the show and tell us, you know, who's infested and infected, uh, how could they do it? So what they need to do is they need
1: to bury a 100,000-year-old um, alien ship under the
0: ice in Antarctica. Um, do they have to do this 100,000 years ago, or they find one that's 100,000 years old and then do it?
1: Preferably 100,000 years ago. Yeah, Yeah. so if they can also invent a time machine and go back 100,000 years, that'd be great. It would be very helpful, I feel. I think it'd be helpful in many other ways other than just for emailing the show. But yeah, and then once that ship's discovered, they need to get back down to Antarctica, maybe join some sort of research facility or, you know, uh, operation. And then from the base that they're working on Antarctica, they could email us in and be like, this is what I think of the thing. Seven yeah. Out of ten. No, that I don't sounds. Um, well, yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. If that all seems a bit cumbersome, well. uh, if you've got an internet connection or a hotspot of a friend, you can go on social media on Instagram, Twitter, and and all Facebook at. Please watch this. Yeah. If you want, oh please. Excuse me. Please watch Pod. Yeah. at Please watch. Pod. And the email is please watch this. At <laughs> pod at gmail dot com because
1: I didn't actually say it because usually you go no, well if they haven't got that what happened. can they do and I go oh here's the email but we didn't do it this week
0: um, I just thought that that seemed the most obvious uh, route for them yeah. really uh, Ben if they want to get in touch with you presumably they, sh- they can't they shouldn't <laughs> yeah it's probably not probably best not <laughs> yeah. you know care of care of please watch this yeah, just get yeah. in touch with us yeah. and we'll pass
1: it on uh, if they then, want
2: to recommend any films that I might have not seen
1: good luck yeah good <laughs> luck yeah. I'm and always I'm, I'm all, I'm all on their souls. <laughs> although I found that our film Ben has not seen listeners he hasn't seen yeah. Charlie Wilson's war so you mm, know there's hope for it. us yet <laughs>
0: absolutely uh, so with that Ben uh, we, are, we are very grateful I'd say eternally but you know finitely grateful yeah. uh, for you giving up another evening to um, talk to to film. Sh- always a pleasure it? yeah absolutely and we'll get you on pretty soon I reckon pretty soon yeah alright listener I certainly love you Ben how do you feel about them yeah they're alright good yeah (laughs) nice nice Ben I like
1: like where you're going with this yeah Yeah, I'm with Ben yeah they're alright yeah they smell alright don't they what you mean (laughs) but yeah I think we'll see you next week won't we talk at you next week bye